Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Could it be that some of you are not acquainted with the story of Rudolph? Well, pull up an ice block and lend an ear. Rudolph did it, oh, Had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you might even say it glowed. Santa can't object to you now. Run, run, Rudolph. Randolph ain't too far. Um, and they found that, um, and there, this is, now this is an unfortunate name, Dr. Linda Blair. <laughs> oh, the poor thing. Yeah, Dr. Linda Blair Oh, wow. said they've, they've actually studied people who work in retail mm-hmm. this time of the year. Yeah. And they find that they have to learn to tune out the Christmas music, otherwise they make mistakes and they can't focus on what they're doing. Because you know what? Christmas music is a novelty. It's not ubiquitous. Well, and it's such a trigger for memory that it it can, it's distracting, good and bad. You know, it sends you down the road. Um, And they they found also that hearing the same songs over and over again on repeat um, also can cause your sanity to suffer. I, I would think. If it's yeah. a tight playlist, because they're just picking the very favorite the Christmas most songs, and you're a clerk, and you're there for maybe 10 hours a day at Christmas time, and you're hearing, here comes uh, Santa Claus 10 times. Here's the thing. Yow. I'm of two minds on, on the most known Christmas song, because like I love all those classic Christmas songs, but for... People that listen to Christmas music starting, you know, the day after Halloween, which is true for a lot of our listeners who love Christmas music, um, you can't just listen to those. And so you'll find yourself, like, I'll be driving down the car listening to Christmas music on the radio, and it'll be, you know, Frosty the Snowman and Silver Bells and um, uh, Blue Christmas. And then, and now this one from Vince Gill, and it's a song about grandma's holiday garland that I've never heard before. Right, right. right. 
Or it'll it'll be by some artist you don't even know, and it's attempting to be upbeat, and it'll be Christmas balls, those Christmas balls, deck in the halls with the Christmas balls. And you find yourself just kind of bopping along, what the hell is this? But you're you're sucked in because right, it engaged. has all the hooky things. Yeah. I uh I cannot ban certain types of Christmas music from my home, because I would be wrong. But I try as hard as I can to not have maudlin Christmas music. Because it can make it you just bums me out. Well, listen to this. Now, this is a challenge like for you. This is a challenge for you while you're shopping. Mm-hmm. Upbeat Christmas store, upbeat Christmas songs. People love them, right? Jingle Bell Rock, Rocking Around the Christmas All Tree. All I Want for Christmas is You. All I Want for Christmas is You. They're not maudlin, they make you feel good. But when stores play those, People rush through the shopping experience. Oh, no kidding. If you want people to slow down yeah. and really look at the merchandise, you got to get the little drummer boy or, out. Or All I Want for Christmas. Silent Night. Yeah. Um, it slows them down because the beat is slower. White. It's not as peppy. The tempo, the slower the tempo, yeah. the slower the shopper. Mm-hmm. So stores want to keep you in the store, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, there you are. You're in the store. You're looking for something for your grandma. And there's the little drummer boy. Oh, it's like moving through molasses. Yeah. What's that really sad modeling song? Which one? No, Oddly Home for Christmas. It Only in one. My Dreams. The Christmas shoes. The Christmas shoes. Do they? Do they really want me going up to the cash register crying? The Christmas you know, shoes. I can't. I don't even. Shoes. Don't even bring it up. Don't even bring it up. I can't even think Please, about the Christmas stop it. shoes. Stop it. Woo. Well, that's interesting, and you know, it makes perfect so sense. So now, this time of year, pay attention when you're out in a store. Pay attention to the music they're playing, and and see if that if what this uh, study says holds true, that you're more likely to hear those maudlin, nostalgic slow holiday classics in retail stores. I like up-tempo Christmas music, preferably instrumentals of songs that I know, you know? So it's a song that I know, and it's up-tempo, but I have to really focus on the lyrics, because it's instrumental, a little jazzy. That's what I like. See, that's at your house, but in a yeah. store, oh, I have they're no, going to yeah, play. I know they're going to play the instrumental, low down tempo version. Evidently, they are, so they can keep they? you picking through yeah. the merchandise. It's the Bob and Sherry Off Air podcast called the Oddcast. Podcasting. Podcast with stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. In the current Oddcast, we talked to Sean Kipe about his true crime podcast, In the Red Clay, and a fifty-year-old murder that's been solved. Or has it? The Bob and Sherry Off-Air Podcast. The Oddcast. We got a big podcast to do here. Get it now on the free Bob and Sherry app, bobandsherry.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Jerry Leatham from Anchorage, Alaska. I wish you guys a happy holidays, and I can't wait to see you at graduation. Hey everyone, I'm Master Sergeant April Spildy, coming to you from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I just wanted to say Merry Christmas to my husband, Peter, and I can't wait to see you when I come home. A heartfelt thank you for serving. Here's Bob and Sherry. Missy is here. Hi, Missy. Good morning. Good morning to you. What happened? Oh, geez. Well, um, my husband, yeah, my husband last year in like 2010 was being very flaky and I didn't understand why and it was very a very hard time last Christmas Eve he left his phone on the dresser and I started going through it 
And I found some texts to a girlfriend that he had had over a year. Mm, you found this on New Year's, on Christmas, Christmas Eve? Eve. Yes, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Oh, baby, I feel so sorry How long for you. had you guys been married? Um, 17 years. Ah. No. Children? Yeah. Children? Oh, yeah, two boys. We had two boys. Um, they were 15 and 14 at the time. I'd like to strangle this no. guy. No, and you found it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. What did yeah, you do? Funny. Actually, funny. Well, oh. The whole year before, I had cried my eyes out because I didn't understand what was going on with him. He was being so flaky. And that night, I was just pissed. (laughs) I was furious because I thought, why didn't you drag me through this for the last year? Why didn't you just end it? So what time of the night did you find this? I found it just as my sister was coming over to unwrap presents with our boys. Like 7 o'clock? Yeah, around 7 o'clock. And it's funny because... There are parts of the night I don't even remember, but I do remember opening some presents upstairs in our living room, and um, my my silly 15-year-old always wanted a top hat, so he opened up a top hat. My niece got me a shake weight as a joke, and um, and uh, my sister said, do you remember what you said when you opened the presents? And I was like, um, no, and she was like... She, she said it was hilarious. She said, you said, oh, boys, look, this will always be the Christmas we'll remember. Eric got a shake, or Eric got a top hat, Mommy got a shake weight, and Daddy had an affair. <gasps> you said that, Missy? <laughs> was everybody there? Missy. Was every- yeah, my, just went my one sister and her boyfriend and her daughter, and it was crazy. Where were your boys? Um, well, they, they, when I confronted him with the text, they were in another room, but they came in and said, what's going on? And his, their dad told him, told them. He told them on Christmas Eve? Yeah. That he was having an affair with another, who was and this? And that he was going to Who leave? was this woman? Who was she? It was somebody they had met at work. Yeah. Some trollop. <laughs> a, mm-hmm, a harlot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A Jezebel. Exactly. So um, what did he give you that year? Oh, my God, this is the funniest part. My birthday was in November, and he didn't get me anything. Uh, and then Christmas, we, my sister was like, okay, you're not going to stay in the house alone mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Come to my house. We'll mm-hmm. have Christmas in the morning with the boys. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, fine. So my niece at one point was like, oh, Aunt Missy, I'm sorry. I brought, the, I brought your presents that you got Uncle Eric. And I was like, it's okay, honey. Don't worry about it. She goes, oh, wait, look, here's a present from Uncle Eric to you. What was and it? I was like... Huh, it's a weird little shaped square box. And I was like, what the heck is this? It looked, is it a coffee cup? What is it? And what was I it? I opened it and it was a coffee cup. <laughs> How he thoughtful. Gave you, he gave you a coffee cup? Yeah, a coffee cup for Christmas. So where are things today in 10 seconds? Um, we get divorced next week or divorce is final next week. And I am in love with a wonderful man. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. It's Bob and Sherry. Get these morons off the air. With morons in the news. All right. I have a guy who who has a name and his destiny has been fulfilled this morning. And I'll bring you that story in just a moment. Here's a couple of quick things. No details in either one of these. An employee at a place called The Dress Barn. I guess that's a chain, isn't it? The It's Dress a Barn. women's clothing chain. Yeah. yeah. Dress Barn in Arkansas choked her boss on Black Friday. I'm, I'm thinking that maybe there wasn't good management for the crowd, handling the crowd. Uh, I, I don't know. But when you when you actually go up and try to choke your boss, Here, something's wrong. Here's what's bad. You said that, and I thought to myself, well, let me hear the reason. 
before we yeah, judge and condemn. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a reason no, for why she judged No, judge no, I have no Well, details. then let's not judge and right, condemn. Right, that's true. A guy in California crashed into an electric pole the other day and took out power for more than a thousand people. Now, that sort of thing, you know, it happens, it happens once in a while, but this fellow was not wearing any pants at the time. That happens less frequently. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. And no underwear, too. Yeah, evidently. Is, it, is there anything less dignified than a man with a T-shirt, no pants at all, and some socks? I can't think of anything. When you see that no. coming at you. He's, he's not in a power position at, at that all. point. No, that's right. It depends on the guy, Sherry, I'm sure. I think even Channing Tatum would have a hard time looking good. There's a silliness about it. Yeah. A silliness factor. Um, this kid is barely out of high school, and he has already fulfilled his destiny. He is 19 years old. He lives in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm going to tell you his name in a minute. He was arrested at the Budweiser factory, the brewery, the famous Budweiser brewery, on Thursday night for trespassing. He wandered into the Budweiser secure area, and some guards tried to throw him out. He got into a fight with them, and so they arrested him for trespassing and resisting arrest. His name is Bud Weiser. No. No, it's yep. not. No, it isn't. Bud Weiser got Bud arrested at Bud Weiser. Weiser. Bud Weiser. Was he doing research on his roots? Was he planning on doing something nefarious at the brewery? We don't know. But Bud Weiser broke into Bud Weiser. Um, I dated a woman whose name was Lori Weiser, and I made the joke, who's your father, Bud? And she said, yes, that is his nickname. Are you kidding? Bud no. Weiser. His name was like Edward, but everybody called him Bud. Well, this this is this evidently this kid's real name, and we have his picture, his mugshot. He'll be our moron of the day today, yeah. Bud Weiser. Tom Hudson... You might not know his name, but he's a famous, nationally prominent DUI defense attorney. And he wrote a book called The Drinker's Guide to Driving, The Secrets of DUI from one of America's top DUI lawyers. Tom Hudson was arrested for drunk driving in Florida. No, he was. It turns out he actually went ahead and ignored the advice in his own book, and he submitted to a breathalyzer test, which he failed, and a blood sample, no results yet. Mr. Hudson said, this has been an eye-opening experience, seeing what my clients have been going through for the past 15 oh, years. Oh, he's trying to put a spin on it. Yep. It is easy to be unaware of the amount of your consumption. He's putting a spin on it. All right, this one will melt your grinchy heart out of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. A shoplifting call to a grocery store and 911 call. Here comes a woman, or here comes the cop who finds a woman stealing all of the ingredients you would need to make a birthday cake for a child. So what did police officer Michael Katsinas do? He went to the suspect's house and he found the items that she had stolen to bake the child's birthday cake. She told the officer, I wouldn't have stolen it, but I couldn't afford it, and it's my daughter's birthday. The officer brought the stolen items to a store manager and said, I'd like to pay for these, please. Oh, what a nice cop. He paid for them and he brought them back to the woman's home and he said... Uh, I don't approve of the mom's actions, mm -hmm. but no child should have to pay mm -hmm. like that. That's nice. And he said, please don't praise me. I didn't do it for attention. What you do when no one is looking, that's what character is. Yeah, that's nice. Way to go, Officer Katsinas. That's right. All right, now to a less heartwarming story out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, which everyone knows is ground zero for morons in the news. A hit-and-run suspect got arrested. Who ratted her out? Her own car. 
Anna Preston was driving in her little silver sedan when she was rear-ended by a black vehicle that left the scene without stopping. Right around that exact same time, you know how they have those uh, automatic emergency systems installed in certain cars? Mm -hmm. The automated call said, this Ford has been involved in a crash. And the dispatcher called the occupant of the vehicle who said, oh, there's no crash. I haven't been drinking. I don't know why the emergency system (laughs) lied. But Ford sent police to the driver's home Mm -hmm. where they discovered extensive front-end damage, a deployed airbag, and some silver paint that matched Anna Preston's car. Isn't that something? At first, the driver said, I hit a tree. Police said, oh, no, you did not. Mm -hmm. And she finally admitted that, yes, she rear-ended Anna Preston and then fled the scene. Anna Preston ended up in the hospital. Mm. They arrested the driver on a hit-and-run charge, and because she was intoxicated, they took her to the hospital. Guess who she passed in the hall? No, the woman that she hit? Anna Preston. No. Guess what the driver had to say about that? Well, I'm guessing you had a worse night than I did. Some people... Have such attitude. Some people have so much attitude. She is one of those people. And finally this morning, be careful when you're cooking and you have dogs in Connecticut. A dog owner shared video of their Labrador who was so interested in getting into a pizza box on top of the stove that she accidentally turned the stove on and set the house on fire. No. But it all ended well. Not a lot of damage. Everybody's safe. The dog is safe. Just don't leave a pizza box on top of the stove when you have a dog. Morons in the news. The Bob and Sherry store is crowded with all kinds of great merchandise. It's always something. Including the new It's Always Something coloring book. It's always something. A coloring book for exhausted adults. Plus Sherry's cookbook, Cooking with Cats. The book of Bob. I know I'm a blowhard. He's a double blowhard. Mixes from the scone goddess. Ah. Candles. Mother of all mothers merch. And much, much more. Come check out the Bob and Sherry store. Conveniently located on the shop tab at bobandsherry.com. Hi, I'm Emma Hamilton. I'm from Springfield, Kentucky. I just wanted to wish everyone a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas, and I hope to see you guys soon. A heartfelt thank you for serving. Here's Bob and Sherry. All right, we're talking about that holiday road trip. You're loading up that car. Kids, cats, dogs, presents, baked hams, whatever, and you're driving. Driving to the relative's house. Good morning, Mike. Welcome to the show. Hi there, Mike. How you doing, Sherry and Bob? It's been a long time since I found you on my radio, but I'm so happy I found it again. You switched uh, stations on me, but I'm back. Well, Aww, terrific. Mike you. is Yay. back. Yeah. All right. So you were headed to Michigan, and what happened? Yeah. We uh, let's see. We spent Christmas Eve here in Kentucky with my family. Headed out right after, so we could go up to my wife's family. Uh, she was just pregnant again with our second child. It was, I don't know, 2, 3 in the morning. It was very early. I was tired, grumpy. I pull into a gas station, and a white car comes racing in, makes a turn. I don't hear the police sirens, but I guess they were on. I was just kind of in a daze. Hit a gas pump, and then just disappeared with the police chasing it. So I go to another gas pump at the same station, get gas, and, you know, kind of freaking out from that. And as I leave and then pulling out, here comes the same damn car chase with two or three cops after it, and the car's a little more beat up and just whipped past and almost hit me again. And I did, I was like, why did we even come here? You mean this um, car was driving around like some Walmart parking lot or something, no, trying to elude a, the police? It was Flint, Michigan, and uh, it was just a little gas station that was open. We needed gas. You know, everybody yeah. was asleep in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, out, it, it clipped the pump right next to me. 
two police cars come through, and then as the you know guy comes out and I'm all right, I get gas, and as I'm leaving, that same car with maybe another policeman after it, <laughs> still on the run, but a little more beat up, bumper hanging, and just trying to run. And I didn't even see much in that town. I don't even know if they had a Walmart. I don't know. I mean, it just was. There's not much left in Flint, unfortunately. You know, that very depressing for me. And, you know, I was tired and everybody's sleeping in the car. And I don't even think they realized it had happened. So isn't it funny, Mike, how um, you'll never know the mystery of what that car chase was all about. And then the other thing that's true, and I so relate to this. I know Bob does, too. When you're when you're a certain kind of tired. Any crazy thing could be happening, and you don't have the energy to investigate it. It's almost no, like you're bulletproof. It was almost a dream. I yeah, mean, I, yeah. I was so tired, and I was like, "Did that really happen?" And as I left, it was still going on. <laughs> that you know that kind of tired, Max. It, it, you're so tired that you almost want to say, "Yeah, why don't you just spin around again and come right through my car? I don't care. <laughs> Do whatever you want." You're too tired to duck. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad I got you all back. You make my mornings a lot better. Thank you, you, Mike. You switched stations on me or something. I kind of gave up, and I was flipping the other day, and I was like, man, they're there. They're still there. All all businesses have a vision and a mission statement, and our vision and our mission is to make it as hard as possible for ourselves (laughs) to succeed. Exactly. And and Mike, let, Mike, let me say this: Don't give up on Bob and Sherry. That's for the management no, I here. I have right. my wife. Uh, she's like, you listen to them. I'm like, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Mike. All right, well, listen. Thanks a lot. Happy holidays. Okay. Same to you. Same to you. Same to you, pal. All right. That was a giveth and a taketh, <laughs> right there. Toward the end. <laughs> you listen to that? Crap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Hey, it's Sherry here. Just saying a giant thank you to everyone who reaches out and contacts the show. We try to read every email, every DM, every text. We do miss some, um, and I apologize for that. If you would like to be on the show, or if something really wild has happened in your life and you'd like to be on the podcast, you can reach us at hello at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I. Hello at BobandSherry.com. That's usually the most direct way, but however you reach out, thank you, and thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Dr. Kim, the parentologist. As a wife, mom, therapist, and all-around juggler like most of you, I lead a hectic life, and sometimes that means indulging in foods on the go that my stomach doesn't always agree with. Thankfully, Pepto-Bismol provides me fast and effective relief for all kinds of upset stomachs. Having a little too many guilty pleasures at a family barbecue or birthday celebration may lead to indigestion or heartburn, so I always keep Pepto on hand to get fast relief when I need it the most. Pepto-Bismol, use as directed and keep out of reach of children. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Hi, Bob and Sherry. You may not know that we have an app, although I feel like we constantly scream it at you all the time. If you go to Google Play or the Apple App Store, the Bob and Sherry app is absolutely free, and it does all sorts of cool stuff. You can listen to our podcast and our podcast that way. You can talk back to the show. You can text to win all sorts of neat stuff. It's just a cool thing, and it's absolutely free. It's the Bob and Sherry app in the App Store and free on Google Play. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Good afternoon. I'm Lieutenant Randall hailing from Elizabethtown, Kentucky. I'm the postal ORC for the 194 HR company for deployed in Jordan. I'd like to wish everyone a happy holidays and a wonderful New Year's. And I'd like to give a special shout out to my family, uh, my mom in Kentucky and my dad in Texas. I love you all. A heartfelt thank you for serving. 
Here's Bob and Sherry. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Same Christmas, you. Kelly. Kelly, can um, I give you the jingle stick here? While you, you sure can. Hey, give it to me. How's that? By the way, oh, that's wonderful. Like By the way, I put my own lights on my tree. Wow. Oh, that's man's work. What Boy, you thinking, Kelly? You, that's just something in it. It's mm. awful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad. I put them up really neatly at the end of the year so that uh-huh. um, after Christmas so that it's not that difficult. Yeah, I'm so. going to put the lights on my tree today and, um, you know, maybe Mark Limbaugh will come home from work <laughs> in time to see me teetering on the ladder. Right. As oh, I, no, don't do that. As I carry his child. Little pregnant lady up there. <laughs> don't get on the ladder. <laughs> don't crying. do it. Don't start crying. All right, now, what, what did you experience? <laughs> well, first of all, let me set the scene. I'm extremely type A personality. Everything has its place. It's got to be perfect and beautiful. Um, and also, I had a two-year-old toddler at this time. It was 1994. And I, I was—I had like serious sleep deprivation. I'm kind of exaggerating that, but just to let you know that I was um, kind of on sleep, the edge, sleepy when I started. So I had my husband bring home this 12-foot Christmas tree. We had um, like 14-foot ceilings in the um, like the cathedral part of our house at this time. Uh huh. And I wanted the biggest tree ever. And I lived on a lake. I lived on Lake Harding, and everybody in this loop, like everyone, tried to outdo the next house. You know, so I wanted the biggest, most beautiful tree. And uh, he did. He brought home a big, big tree. And um, I decorated and decorated. I waited until my son was asleep, and my husband said, I'm going to bed. You can have it. Um, I stayed up probably until about 3 a.m. in the morning trimming this tree. And it was, oh, it was magnificent. It looked like Rockefeller Center. <laughs> and um, I sat down to take a rest, and I was just looking at the tree, gazing at the tree. And um, it just started little by little, just real slowly in slow motion, <laughs> falling. And it, and I had parquet flooring where the tree was sitting. Oh, no. So it crashed on this hardwood floor. Um, crystal ornaments that I had been collecting for years, just things started breaking. I could hear them breaking. I sat there for a minute. And uh, it was one of those moments where you know you're snapping. I mean, I snapped. I just... I knew I was going into a whole nother level. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, my God. <laughs> I got up. I got up and I ran across the room as hard as I could. And I kicked the Christmas tree. <laughs> I was so mad. I was, oh, I was so mad. I kicked it and I started crying. And I said, you know what? I'm going to fix this. And I, I tried to lift it. I couldn't lift it. And I went about to wake up my husband because he told me, he said, honey, you're tired. Go to bed. Deal with this tomorrow. But no, I had to do it that night. So I went out to his truck and I got this little handsaw. <laughs> and I said, if I can't lift it at 12 feet, I'm going to cut the baby in half. So I did. <laughs> I sat in there and I sawed on that tree. I had staff on my hands. What um, that too? You didn't have two six-foot trees. Oh, no. I threw the trunk part out, took it out of the stand because it, I had to pull it and pull it because it was like wedged in there. My husband had put like the screws like an inch probably deep in it. He, it was a big um, wrought iron Christmas tree stand that he had be, he had made. Of course, I blamed it on him later. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Convenient, right? So, Who um, else's fault could it have been? Uh, all right. So um, I put the, it was about six or seven feet of the thing left. I ripped the lights <laughs> off the bottom. I'm crying and everything. And um, I, I put the tree in the stand and I moved it. I moved it across the room <clears throat> to a different area because underneath the cathedral it looked lost. So I moved it over closer to the, the fireplace and under a lower part and um, decorated it. It was at this time about 6 a.m. 
and I said, by God, you know, we're going to have a beautiful tree. I'm going to do it tonight. Um, I went and jumped in bed, and I was like, whew, I got it done. Well, my husband got up to go to work, and he walked into the break room, and then I heard him coming back, and he said, what in the hell happened to the Christmas tree? <laughs> what happened? I bet he did. And I said, I said, it's just, it's a long story. He said, honey, there, there are shavings of the tree on the floor. I didn't even get those up yet. I just left a pile of shavings. Well, to make it work, he said, I'm going to work. (laughs) He said, you need to just get some rest. Um, You need it bad. So he goes to go out the back door, and he shuts it a little hard, and I heard it fall. Oh, no. And I just rolled over and went to sleep. It was one of those times. It was still there at supper time when he got home. All right, now listen, listen. We got we got to run. But what is the moral of this story, Kelly? Um, get more sleep and don't get crazy at Christmas. I don't know. Get a smaller tree. No. What's the moral of the story, Sherry? Let him put it up. Yeah, Let right. Let him put it up. So he just left it lying there all day. Yeah, I was um, cooking supper when it, it was laying there. Oh, God. Do you know, Kelly, that no man wants to come home? And his wife is standing calmly at the stove while the Christmas tree has been collapsed all day and you're humming. Do you know that that's like something out of The Shining? It is. I think I devastated my two-year-old, too. It was cut in half and then collapsed all day. (laughs) Oh, it was horrible. But it's so funny. You kill me. So uh, what what did y'all end up doing that Christmas for a tree? Um, Well, we just set that one back up and he took some um, spider wire. Which is fishing wire. Yeah. And um, we just, we strapped it to the wall with the spider wire. We were on a lake, you know, we had plenty of fishing wire. So we just tied it um, to the wall. Did that tree just look like the ass end of a dog or what at this point? You know what? It was probably one of the prettiest trees. It was such a pretty full tree anyway. Plus, um, well, you worked on it a lot. I was whacked out. It was pretty to me at that point. What, okay. What are, you, what are you doing this year, Kelly? Um, I have a beautiful tree. I, I put the lights on it last night. Uh-huh. My husband picked it out. This is the first time I've ever uh-huh. let him pick the tree. Uh-huh. And I just want to say, Sherry, that some of the limbs aren't quite right. And um, I'm not gonna, too happy about you, that. Hey, Kelly, are you going to trim them a little bit later after everyone yeah, gets I'm gonna, to bed? Yeah, I'm going to get the old saw out. <laughs> We gotta go. Good luck, okay. Kelly. Merry Christmas, y'all. Same to you. Bye bye. It's the Bob and Sherry Off Air Podcast called the Oddcast. Podcasting. Podcast. With stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. In the current Oddcast, we talked to Sean Kipe about his true crime podcast, In the Red Clay, and a 50 year old murder that's been solved. Or has it? The Bob and Sherry Off Air Podcast. The Oddcast. We got a big broadcast to do here. Get it now on the free Bob and Sherry app, bobandsherry.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Mass Sergeant Jesse Trimbach, and I'm serving at Prince Sultan Air Base. I want to wish my friends and family in Bozeman, Montana, a happy holidays, Merry Christmas. I love and miss you. A heartfelt thank you for serving. Here's Bob and Sherry. I had uh, Christmas romances twice in my life. Really? That's all it was, twice. I was alone both times. I've not been alone very long. You know, be careful when you say, I had a romance, I was alone, because it sounds like no one loves you like yourself. <laughs> okay, you know, I, I'm going to I'm gonna give you, you know how cats have jellical names? I'm going to give you your guy name. What, what could her guy name be? Steve. Steve. Yeah, you're Steve. Oh, Steve. 
It's, yeah, it's it's Bob and Steve show this you morning. Could call, you could call her Steve-O, Steve-O. steve Arino, my man. Like that Todd yeah. called, yeah. the ambassador called it too. Here's what it sounded like. I've had two <laughs> holiday romances. I was alone. Well, what Let do me you finish. think that sounds Let like? Let me finish the sentence. Sorry. Do you want to hear this or not? Yes. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. I, I am married because I, I never dated well. And I'm so glad to be with you know a beautiful woman who takes such great care of me. When I'm alone, I don't do well. You know, I get... I get bummed out, and I I broke up with somebody, um, two people over the holidays, and it was very difficult. And one thing I noticed, I wanted to be with someone to go to the parties, and you know, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. But I knew that it wasn't going to last. It just wasn't right. But I had to buy them a gift. Didn't buy a gift that was really the sort of gift I normally would buy. Like I can remember one of them I bought a. A polo shirt. That is the least. <laughs> it was a it was a woman's polo shirt, and it was from a really nice store. And it's a polo it was a polo shirt. shirt. I know it was nice. That was an expensive polo shirt. I think shirt. a scarf would have been better. It, it was from Saks. Even so, a polo shirt. She opened it up, and as soon as she saw it, she knew. She knew. She knew. Yep, she knew. Did she? So she didn't know that it was. I think that she wasn't quite sure where this was going. Time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's me. I, I hate to brag, but <laughs> she wanted to hang on to that as long as you could. <laughs> um, but you knew, you knew <laughs> that sorry, it was. Even I can't see that. You knew that it was just the holiday uh, yeah, hookup. Yeah, yeah. But she was hoping for. Well, more. you know, they and say. And then you gave her a polo shirt. They say that you know people decide on whether or not it's a long-term thing within. A guy, like, five minutes, and a woman, like, within 30 seconds, whether or not they would want to consider them a long-term thing. And it just, it just wasn't. But, you know, I'm, I, a lot of people date just because you're just dating, right? I just never did it that much, and that's why I remember this so vividly. I can't think of anything that just drains all of the sexy and romance, like a polo shirt. You know? Well, I mean, a cheese cutter probably would be worse it was really nice it was red what'd you give the other one i don't remember but you know what this is so terrible i didn't take her to the restaurants that i normally like i would i would go to a place that i i don't know it was like i I felt wrong that i was really not into it and it was it was unlike me not to be into it oh wow so you were living like an alternate life for a while i was yes i was that's right Shame on you. We have to say shame. It's just. But you were. I mean, you know what? It might have turned into more. (laughs) You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Hi, my name is Captain Lutitia Ballard. I'm here with the 384th Cosk and Eric John Kuwait. I just want to say ho 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 and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy New Year. Wishing you all the love, and uh, thank you so much for everything that each and every one of you do. Love you much. Bye-bye. A heartfelt thank you for serving. Here's Bob and Sherry. If you would like to join us on the Bob and Sherry Show, there are so many different ways, including 844-52-SHERRY, and leave us a message and we'll call you back. 
or go to where you get your apps and you can download it and just hit the microphone and leave us a message. So uh, we live in a, in a new house. So we've been in it about a year and a half or so. We sold the old house and we're slowly meeting the neighbors. And um, that's good. You know, I'd like to meet the neighbors. And I just received yesterday an invitation and it is, here's what it says. Please join us for a neighborhood Christmas party. And it gives the address. And the people giving it are, are very nice people. I've met them once. But um, here's how it has a, uh, a little banner headline in the invitation. Oh, what fun. Please join us for a neighborhood Christmas party. I, am, I have to change in the new year. I am such a sarcastic person sometimes because I looked at that and it said, oh, what fun. And just another sentence came to my mind right after that. <laughs> I can't say what the I'm sentence gonna, was. But I have a you feeling know, I, I know. I just know you so you? well. That, I, yeah, I, I think like I that might, you do know. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's do it right now and just run it through your brain. Oh, what fun. I'm yep, there it is. Did you get it? Did you get it right <laughs> there? I've got to stop that. It's it's terrible. It's I think it's I'm working with you. I really think uh, that's that's what it is. Really? Because I yeah um, yeah I'm I do. A positive. I'm a positive. Um, you person. are. You and, are. Um, and I enjoy but, um, meeting mm-hmm. people and and getting out of the house. So mm-hmm. you can't blame Max. Did you just hear what he tried to blame on me? Did you just hear that? Did yep. you hear that? I you know, hear I'm that. right. Yes. You know, I'm right. When, when you and I are left alone, left to our own devices, you know that we sharpen the knives uh, on each other's knives or sharp. Let me put that better. Sharpen our knives on. What's that thing you sharpen a knife on? A knife sharpener. A knife sharpener? <laughs> there you go. A wet, a, <laughs> did they call it a whetstone? Is that what it's called? <laughs> It's that it's it's like a knife, but it's it's round and dull. <laughs> anyway, you know that you and I will pick a subject and go, "Oh, you had to go to that." Well, you know that's the case. Yes, but I, I am much more interested in like you tell me all the time. I don't want to make new friends. I have enough friends. I like the friends I have. I'm good, and I'm much more interested in meeting new people. And really? having new experiences. Yes. yes. You, re- you really are. Okay. I really am. Yeah. Okay. And listen, um, don't be judgy on me. It's fine that I have enough friends. So don't be judging me. There's nothing wrong with friends. that. I have enough friends. I like my when activities. That- <laughs> I don't want new activities. I don't want to visit new places. I don't want to meet new people. That's you. That's not me. No, I'm not. Ta- I, I understand all that, and I and I get all of that. I'm just talking about, you know, when when a uh, invitation pops up and it has a little signature. Oh, what fun! I mean, it, it's kind of cute, and there's a little mistletoe or something next to it. Oh, what fun! I I don't next year. I don't want my brain to automatically go. Oh, what fun! Says you, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But you know, uh, I gotta um, stop it does that. seem it does seem like, and I really give Mary a lot of the credit here, it does seem like you're doing a better job of getting out there. Like before COVID hit, um yeah. you went dancing a couple of times. Remember that? Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah that's right. You did. Yeah. And that was pretty exciting, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great. I mean, she she likes doing a lot of different things. We were in Chicago yeah. and we went to Cirque du Soleil, you know, which um, I could put a grandchild through, I think, part of the first year of college <laughs> if sure, we didn't yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, what fun it was. And, oh. But, you know, for her, like it is. That's the thing. It and is. That's what I know, I, and I have to be there. Not only, not only do I appreciate like how she's gotten you to do things out of your comfort zone, but I really, really love, and it makes me so happy to see how eager you are to make her happy by going along with going to parties that have invitations that say, oh, what fun, when, <laughs> when I know that you are thinking of another word that starts... <laughs> with that same sound you know that's not fun yeah that's so gross I love I, that. I mean, that's gross and haven't you noticed that too max and doc like what a um what a good job he does of, of trying to go along with things for his wife yes thank yeah. you thank you very much yeah thank you. okay yeah. so uh, anyway that's coming up in a few days and Looking oh, forward to it. Oh, what fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry store is crowded with all kinds of great merchandise. It's always something. Including the new It's Always Something coloring book. It's always something. A coloring book for exhausted adults. Oh. Plus Sherry's cookbook, Cooking with Cats. The book of Bob. I know I'm a blowhard. He's a double blowhard. Mixes from the scone goddess. Ah. Candles. Mother of all mothers merch. And much, much. Much more. Come check out the Bob and Sherry store, conveniently located on the shop tab at bobandsherry.com. Hi, my name is Specialist Chris Ortez. I'm part of the Tenfield Hospital in Camp Erftron, Kuwait. I'm sending a holiday shout out to my family back home. I love and miss you all, and I can't wait to be back. A heartfelt thank you for serving. Here's Bob and Sherry. Okay, back we go to holiday hijinks with our pets Thanks this morning. For clearing that up for we're uh, we're just having um, a ball here this Steve, morning. Hi, you have a. You have a thieving ferret, huh? Hey, Steve. Hey, how are y'all? We're just great. We're in the holiday spirit. Todd has on his uh, his little elf hat, and we're hoping he'll put the elf ears on a little later on. So uh, I love y'all show. Thank you. Thank your, you for listening. Your ferret. Tell us about your ferret. Well, my, my wife, she, had a, she got a ferret a couple of years ago, and, uh, and I always wanted one, so she let it run loose in the house, and uh, hmm. when we put up the Christmas tree and We'd come home and she'd have presents on it, and the bows would be missing. The ferret would, would, would steal them. We figured out that that's what was happening. The ferret was stealing the bows and hiding them. That's kind of cute, though. You Did know? it have a little nest of bows, or would it hide them everywhere? No, no just had one nest. Of them. We, we found them, I guess it was almost a year later. <laughs> I actually had bought my wife a little uh, piece of jewelry, had it in a small package, and we didn't find it during the Christmas holidays. And we never could figure out. And then we found a, a third bedroom, which is a guest room, one of the drawers. She was going up in behind the chest of drawer and had all of them piled up in one drawer. Isn't that amazing, though? It's amazing that she found a little hiding. I mean, that was really clever. The guest room inside the drawers where nobody Nobody looks. would ever go. And she took, and the, the ferret to put jewelry do you, there. Do you remember like a long, long time ago when I was married for the first time? I went into yeah. the guest room drawers where no one went. And I found oh, another yeah. woman's underwear. Yeah, I do. It's a similar thing. I bet thing. it was Steve's ferret. And it here, had to be. Here I accused Mike. It had to be. <laughs> Can I be can dope. I take the apology stage right now and you apologize? Need to call. What is your ferret's name? 
I, I really don't remember, remember what the ferret's name was. What the hell does Let's I call him Mike. Their own Mike. Pet's name. Let's call Mike him Mike. The ferret. Yeah. And you know it works. Yeah, that's it right. It does. That's right. <laughs> you brought joy to this place today, Steve. Thank you very much. Of course, I used to call him Mike the Weasel. But yeah. we can go with ferret. <laughs> Mike the, the ferret, ferret put another woman's underpants in my guest room. Same family. Sit close enough, yeah, Bob. There you go. And Pop went the weasel. Ellen, Ellen. please, we want to hear the tale of the unwanted please Christmas ferret. Tell us the tale. Uh, years ago, my daughters Sarah and Emily are now 29 and 31 years old, but this uh. happened when they were about 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, they wanted a ferret, and I said no, but my husband said yes. Uh, he said it'll only live three months. Uh, well, it ended up living until they went off to college. That's what they uh, do. They were Ellen. the ones to want it, uh, that wanted it really badly, but I'm the one that did not want it. I love your, I, I love your uh, husband's uh, <laughs> attitude. But don't worry, it'll only live three months. That's only true. The beloved pets only live three months. The unwanted ferret will live until it's blind and toothless. Or a well, cat that'll cut you. A uh, week on the radio say that her ferret roamed the house freely, well, you can't let a ferret do that um, because you just can't potty train it. Mm-hmm. And so what we did is we have an alcove that was in her bedroom, and mm-hmm. we built a little cage, or actually just fenced off that little area of the room, and it just messes up really bad. And, and anyway, they also have a scent, and we paid to have the skunk descented. And it still had an odor. It's just a, a musky awful odor so they would have to bathe it in the bathtub mm-hmm. <laughs> and they named her Aunt Tazzy mm-hmm. and uh, my brother told me all you have to do is just leave the back door open and, and he'll run away but I didn't have the heart to do that even though I didn't want to keep it what and, uh, the hell kind of advice is that from your brother it sounds like something my brother would say well the, well the uh, the husband said it'll only live three months the brother <laughs> said leave the door open it well, could be a male thing my children's friends laughed about the time that they were trying to vacuum up the area where we kept the ferret and almost sucked him up in the vacuum cleaner. That was just... But anyway, in addition to having to pay to have the ferret descended, it uh, later developed a, a tumor the size of a golf ball that we had to take to the vet and have it removed. How much did that cost? I don't remember now, Bob, but it was <laughs> it was money I didn't want to spend. Yeah. Where was the uh, tumor located? Uh, I, I think in the stomach. So you could area. see it? I mean, it was. A, I'm guessing on a ferret you could observe that? You could, you could, yes. I'm sorry, how, it, it's not alive now. But, no, no, uh, no, no. But, uh, we actually moved to, we remodeled the home during mm-hmm. the time that we had the ferret. Yeah. And when we moved into the new home, I just put my foot down and said, no, it's not coming into the house. Yeah. And so Door uh, open. I was going to be able to sweep for it in the shop outside. <laughs> Oh, his heart had softened, Sherry. That's part of the wonderful Hallmark tale. It is. Well, then he the shared fa- the his fa- man cave. Exactly. Yeah. And it ended up they were best friends. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that beautiful? <laughs> it got and Wilford Brimley does the VO. Really yeah. And the family spent many Christmases with the ferret. <laughs> and he became a beloved part of the family's holiday tradition. It's gorgeous. I love that. The unwanted ferret for Christmas with a happy ending. How how many years did it live, Ellen? Oh, I'm, I'd say probably twelve years or more. Yeah, how many I'm, of those do you feel were too many, Ellen? Uh, all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all right. You know, let's leave it at that. All right. Let's leave it with that sentiment. <laughs> the unwanted ferret who lived. 
12 unwanted years. Like the 12 days of Christmas. Perfect. This is going to be on Hallmark, Ellen. We, yeah, we claim it. It is. Thank you, Ellen. You're welcome. All right. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Oh, Merry Christmas to you. Jingle stick. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm surprised. Barrett didn't have his door left open when that band saw was going <laughs> You know, by that point, the ferret had outwitted all of them. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Restless Shores is the story of a billion-dollar pharmaceutical company and the somewhat quirky family that runs it. Shenanigans ensue every week. For 15 bingeable minutes at a time, you can enjoy murder, corporate espionage, organized crime, master thieves, more clones than necessary, treasure, sabotage, kidnapping, torture, adultery, seduction, plastic surgery, psychic readings, explosions. Feeling restless for more on-the-go content? We know we are. Go to our website at www.restless-shores.com. You know you want to. Find Restless Shores wherever you get your podcasts. From sleep training to sex tips, if you have questions, I have answers. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Kim, your confidant and host of the Parentologist podcast. Each week on the show, we dig into relevant topics related to everything parenting, marriage, current events, and mental health. You'll feel like you're in the room and part of the conversation. So please join me and get your weekly dose of extra expert level advice and resources from me and my guests in a relatable, easy to digest way. Listen to the Parentologist podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Bob and Sherry Oddcast. It's a podcast with stuff you won't hear on the regular show. I had Todd track down the founder of the American Museum of the House Cat. I, I got the cat mummy, which was a real rare find. In, what did you know, it look like, well, doctor? It just, well, it looks like it's just an old dried up cat. <laughs> it's Bob and Sherry uncensored, uninterrupted, and unfettered. The Bob and Sherry Oddcast. You know, I like people, but I don't crave being around people. You know what I mean? I do. My odd? Not in that say way. That I'm, no, you're not odd. I'm, I'm not odd in that way. You can get the Bob and Sherry Odd cast by going to our website, bobandsherry.com, B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com, or text the word oddcast to 888-262-7437, 888-BOB-SHERRY, or the simplest way, get the new Bob and Sherry app for your iPhone in the App Store. I listen to you every morning on the way to work and the Oddcast on the way home from work every day. It's Bob and Sherry, unlike you've ever heard them before. The Bob and Sherry Oddcast. It is time now for the People's Movie Critic. I'm assuming that the majority of people have Netflix, okay? Except, of course, our Amish listeners, Caleb and Elvesta, who can't because they don't have electricity. <laughs> they spend all their time baking shoe fly pie and playing tiddly wink or whatever. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> You know, you got to understand, if you're easily offended, this movie is not for you. Lars's terrible accent, though, you ask about that, it seems to come and go. And I'm not sure if that's on purpose because that would be funny or if he's just lazy and he wanted to get this thing over with. I know for a fact I did. I wanted to get this over with. You're going to love this. Let me, let me ask you, though, is 11 minutes and 40 seconds worth of a fight scene a little tiring? Not if you ain't the ones fighting. <laughs> I think that's a fair point. <laughs> Listen for his reviews every Friday and get all his reviews at bobandcherry.com. Hey everyone back home, it's Major Ryan Voller deployed in the Middle East currently with 347 RSG. Just want to wish everybody a happy holidays, especially my family, my wife Sharon, and my boys Uriah and Kanan. Love you all. Can't wait to come home soon. Miss ya. 
a heartfelt thank you for serving. Here's Bob and Sherry. So my wife Mary decided that the tree would go up last night. And the tree is up in the attic in a bag. She's had it for years, along with these big tubs of ornaments. She's very organized with this stuff, you know. So she said, um, I'm going up there, and I'll hand the stuff down Cover to me. you. I'm going yeah. in. Yeah. And then we grabbed Hampton, because uh, he's getting older, and she wants him to be a part of, of doing this. So we went up there, and uh, she handed me the tree, and I, you know, I pulled in this bag. It's, it's really amazing. The whole tree is in there. It's not decorated, of course, but it's all in there. And then she had to go do something. And she said, would you bring down some of the other tubs? And there was that moment. There was that moment as I was pulling the tub. We had one of those pull-down ladder yeah, things yeah. to go to the attic. Hampton's up there. Can I help? Can I help? He can do nothing at this point with this tub. I just don't want him to fall down and crack his head open. Right, right. right. So I'm pulling the tub down. And the tub is too, it's too fat. To pull down. I don't know how we got it up. You know, it's a year ago. You forget how things actually work. Maybe I should have done it sideways. Uh, Maybe I should have gotten her to help me. But as I got it halfway down, it stuck. It stuck. And uh, I was going, hmm. And I'm pulling it and I'm pulling it. And then I I hit my thumb. And it was at that moment (laughs) I said to myself, you got a choice here. The first word of Christmas. The first word of Christmas could be coming out of your mouth. And I stifled it. I just pushed the tub back. You only stifled it because Hampton was there. Probably. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he was watching me and he he said, what are we going to do? And I said, we're going to find a better way to do it, son. We're going to turn it sideways and see if it comes in. Can I help? Yes. You can help. But please don't fall down and crack open your head. We slowly pulled it down. And you know what it was? It worked. And I was proud because I did it the right way. Very often in my life, <laughs> I've not done it I have right. not done it the right way. I've done it You've let the, the word jam fly. it any way you can way, you know? Yeah. And let the word fly way. And I and I was proud of myself that I, I didn't, you know, I didn't do that. And, and then I did another good thing. I had a glass of wine, you know? Mm-hmm. Normally, I would be sitting in my little reading area alone. I went downstairs, and I was a part of the tree decoration. I, I didn't really do the decoration because she likes to, but I was right there. I was involved. You were present. That's I was all present. you need to be is present. That's right. You just need to show up. Yes. That's And, and not complain because they loved when Show I say up they, and don't women. complain. That's yeah. right. That is really 50 to maybe even 75% of it for women. If you're a guy, if you just show up while she's doing this stuff and don't complain, Can and I, that goes for shopping, and that goes for all this stuff, even going to her sister's house. I will speak from experience now, not in my current life, because this is not Kevin, but um, the man complaining about Christmas while you're decorating. Sweetie, it comes every year this time, and we're going to celebrate Christmas. Right. Like, did you really think that this year I would turn to you and go, you know, you're right. This is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Screw this. Yeah. Kids, we're Jews. Did you really think that was going to happen? No. No, no. it's not going to happen. It's not. Instead, what I'm thinking while you're sitting there complaining (laughs) and I'm hanging the balls on the trees, you know what I'm thinking? 
statistically speaking, how much longer can he live? <laughs> yeah, right. Do you right. want that? No, no, I don't want that. No, you don't want then, that. And then I was faced, you know that I've uh, I've furnished our house, right? So I consider myself to have an eye for what looks good. And she's picked a place to put the tree. That you don't entirely don't like. agree with. No, it's difficult to get around and it's right next to uh, the couch and everything. I don't like it. And I, I, I said, you know, sweetheart, over in that corner, it would have, like, it would really look better, and we could move around. She gave me such a look <laughs> that I, I said, I'm going to go to uh, Portofino's and pick up the pizza. <laughs> Never mind. <Yeah. laughs> and it's going to stay there. And I took her son aside, and I said, let this be a lesson to you very early. Wherever <laughs> the woman wants that tree, that tree is going to be. If she wants that tree in the bathroom, next to the toilet, that's where it's going. It. I have never understood men who. Shut up! You're not. Your complaining is not going to change anything. You're just a big negative sack of misery. Shut up! Shut a what? up! A big complaining <laughs> negative sack of misery. Who, statistically speaking, how much longer can you live? <laughs> Stop ruining Christmas. Stop it. Wow. Sack of misery. A I big complaining negative sack of misery. Not for a rock with band. With shoes and a head. Just, just call it sack of misery. It's a great rock band name. Sack of misery. Sack of misery. I mean, Sitting listen. There. Honestly, listen to some of these emo records. Sitting <laughs> you know there I mean? on the couch going, Eddie, just put it up and then we just got to take it down again. Just going to put it up to take it down again. Just... Shut up. Yeah. The ch- Shut up. It's a Just month her, out let, of the year. Let her have year. it. Let I her had, have it. I had yeah. one that I would put all the Christmas lights up on the outside of the house, uh-huh. and she would have nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Wouldn't even bring the tubs down. Mm-hmm. I had one. All right? Mm-hmm. And then when it got, then when it got done, and the lights came on, and I was like Clark Griswold out there, kids, mm-hmm. look. She would go. You missed over here. <gasps> what about over there? Ooh. And don't you think we should have some lights on the bushes? Oh, that would irk me. And that's when the holiday drinking began. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you one thing about being Todd's woman. You know you're on the green mile at all times, right? So you better get with the mayor of Holiday Village's plan. Because he will eyeball you and you know there's the door. You I put are, her in no, the, there's the sack. The big sack of crisp. What was it? Sack of a misery. A big complaining negative sack of misery. Of misery. It's the Bob and Sherry Off-Air Podcast called the Oddcast. Podcasting. Podcast. With stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. In the current Oddcast, we talked to Sean Kipe about his true crime podcast, In the Red Clay, and a 50-year-old murder that's been solved. Or has it? The Bob and Sherry Off-Air Podcast. The Oddcast. We got a big podcast to do here. Get it now on the free Bob and Sherry app, bobandsherry.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is the Vang family from the Joint Multinational Readiness Center. I'd like to wish my sister and my family in Minnesota a Merry Christmas. Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. Jackie's here. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jack. Merry Christmas. And the same to you. We'll give you the old jingle stick this morning. You were uh, <laughs> you were traveling with a grandparent, were you? Yeah, I was raised by my grandparents. Oh, yeah. Um, no brothers, no sisters. My parents had no children. So I was usually the only child at any function. 
And my grandfather had a custom van made when I was a kid, so it could hold 8 to 12 of my great aunts and uncles, and we would all pile in from Wisconsin and drive to Florida to go to Duff's Smorgasbord. <laughs> Duff's, tell us about Duff's Smorgasbord. Where in Florida was it? Uh, Daytona Beach. And how long would you stay in Florida? Uh, we would be here about three weeks, but the trip itself would take us over a week. Because when you have that many old people in one place, everybody has to constantly stop. <laughs> for medications, for bathroom breaks, for rummage sales. You know how old people <laughs> are at rummage sales? My aunt, my great aunt would find rummage sales on the trip down from Wisconsin. <laughs> this is such a movie. And they would shop. But the funny thing is, is a lot of them wouldn't do their shopping until the trip down. So they so would shop their way to Florida. They would shop at rummage sales on their way to Florida. <laughs> and I know it would be annoying for you as a youngster, but just knowing that you had Duff Smorgasbord waiting for you. Hey, yeah. Hey, you know Duff is I mean? still in business. When I was a little kid, it wasn't so bad. But when I started being in my, you know, teen years, yeah. of course, you know, we didn't, you know, I love my family dearly, but, and it would take us, we would have to start looking for a hotel around two or three in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Before they would agree on one. a reason why they couldn't stay at this place or they couldn't stay at that place. And I tell you, the one, I don't know who it was that called in with the cat, I would take the cat litter box over 8 to 10 old people with flatulence any day. <laughs> There's the pull quote. <laughs> on that note, Max, tell us about Duff's. Duff's is still in business. It's in, uh, it's, in fact, there's... There's more than one, but there's one in Daytona, Florida, and uh, if you go to Urban Spoon, there's a there's a rating on it apparently. Uh, All you can line so your foil have, filled purse with. People have ratings. They have fried green tomatoes. We ate at Duff's on Saturday, and we really enjoyed it. You know what a venerable institution. You know what? They and if you're listening to, to us beach. on the vibe, check yeah. out Duff's. Yeah, I took my family to Duff's. If you have a large appetite and not overly picky, Duff's gives you good bang for your buck. That was their focus, though. <laughs> it's it's not the sunshine. It's not the beaches. It was Duff. It's Duff's. And did you hear that? Not overly, overly picky. picky. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best Bob and Sherry. Best, best. You guys kill me. I love you, Bob and Sherry. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much. Hey, this is Special Sassan currently deployed to the Middle East with the Minnesota National Guard. I'm here to say happy holidays to my family and friends. I miss you guys and I love you guys. Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. Okay, so I'm looking at the top 20 Christmas movies of all time and what I would like to do, I'm going to just throw them out there quickly and then you just say to yourself, seen it or have not seen it and let's see how many we've seen. So okay. everyone, uh, and we're including Doc on this too, everybody's got to make a little check mark when I call out a movie. That means Hang on, that I'll keep score. I'll keep score. Keep I know sc- that I'm stepping into your territory, but I'll keep score, yeah. Now, you, okay. you've already seen the list. Am I keeping score for you too, or just for Max and Doc yeah. and me? Yeah, no, for me too. I want to be a okay. part of it. I want to be a part of it. Okay. Now, if you have not seen the, the whole movie, but you've seen parts of it, you get a half a, half a point. 
Oh man, I gotta keep track of half points. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's not that hard. What if you've seen? What if you've seen a third of it? Do you... No, no, no. Uh, a segment, you only get a half a point. We just can't. you want her doing fifths or something like that. <laughs> Believe me, you don't. Either me or her. Please. How long have you been with us? There's a reason we do this, and we were not, you know, actuaries. (laughs) All right, so here we go. Are you ready? Now, I also have to say that some of these movies are not actually Christmas Christmas movies, but they're identified with that time of the year for the most part. Uh Uh-oh, he's apologizing about the No, I'm not apologizing. I'm not apologizing. And the first one, number 20, is not a Christmas Christmas movie, but I guess it came out around that. Back to the Future. I've seen it. Put me down. I've seen it, Max Doc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't remember. I so I'm not gonna go. No. <gasps> you have you not seen, seen Back, Back to, to the, the Future? Future. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. <gasps> wow. Wow. I'm surprised. Okay. That does surprise right. me, Doc. Seriously. All right. Go on. Next. Uh, 19. Home Alone 2. I've seen it. I've seen it. That's the one we were in New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, I've seen it. All right. Alrighty. Uh, Bad Santa. I've seen it. Um, can I? I've seen it many times. Doc, you don't get an extra Santa? point. <laughs> no, don't, I haven't you seen You don't that get one. an extra point. You have not yes, seen it, Doc. I have not. Now, how, how about Ada? Has Has I, Ada seen Bad Santa? Ada, have I hope you seen not. Seen Bad Santa? No. Movie? No. Um, I've only seen. I only get half a point for that. Really? Yeah. I because I, I, I fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. The Muppets Christmas Carol. I have not seen that. I have not seen that. I have oh, seen that so one. Oh, it's so cute. You have? Doc and I've I seen knew that, that one. Oh, wow. The Polar Honey, Express. Honey, can't come right now. Oh, that's so creepy. I've seen it. It no, is creepy. I haven't seen that one. I've, I've seen half that. of that. You okay, get, you point, get a half you get a point. credit. Are you, are you getting these half points down, or are you just kind of, you know? I gave myself half a point for Bad Santa, and I gave mm-hmm. Doc half a point for um, Polar Express. Okay. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. I Jack Frost. Seen that. Jack Frost. Oh Michael Keaton? Yeah, I've mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah. I have not. Yep. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, my, yes. oh heck yes. 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 No. Mary Poppins. <gasps> Mary wait, Poppins. I haven't seen that one wait, either. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, what? Doc, you haven't seen... You haven't I, seen I, Christmas Vacation? Yeah, I mean, I know of it. I've just never watched it before. It's Are worth watching just for spy? Randy Quaid's dicky. <laughs> Come on, Doc. You have to, you, Doc, you have, you have to Doc, watch it. Will you watch you it and review it on the show? Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it. Okay. Oh, that would be so right. fun. Good. Okay. All right. Uh, Mary Poppins. I've seen that. Yes. Yep. I guess that's a Christmas movie. I don't remember a Christmas time. It's so long ago. Number 11, The Muppet Christmas Carol. No, no, no for me. Seen it? Doc, have you seen that one? Okay. No, I haven't seen that one. And this one I just saw a piece of. I've seen the whole thing many, many times. And it was just on the other day in one of those movie channels, The Wizard of Oz. Yep. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Max? I think we watched that one at school. The, where did this list? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess they put that out. Around yeah, the, but no, you can't. You can't. You, no, I'm the Wizard it, of Oz is holiday. I mean, it's always on in the holidays. Usually, but it more doesn't have any holiday in it. No, that's what no. Max is it has. No, you know, no. 
I said that in my prelude. I know. Were, were you not listening that um, some of you, these you are not really... You had the original cr- way you presented the bit, and then you had the part where you sort of apologized for part of the list. Yeah. You know, Which I'll never bring way. up a bit again on this <laughs> show. You, you all can just bring oh, them wow. up yourself. That's all. <laughs> I'm winning, nana nana boo boo. Okay, go on. What's your e- next e- movie? E- Elf. Oh. oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. Yes, I've yes. only seen part. I've yes. only seen part of it. You get a half a point. I don't know what's wrong with you. Honest to God, that you haven't seen Elf. You're just you just have so much hate in your heart for I don't know Will Ferrell or elves or happiness or I don't even know what. But go on. I'm gonna give you half a point. Santa Claus the movie. No. Oh yes. Is that the one this. with Tim Allen? Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Doc. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A Christmas Carol. Heck yes. Is that yeah. the Bill Murray? No, the Bill Murray Scrooged. I've seen that one too. A Christmas Carol. So there's many versions of that. I guess any version of that? Any version. Any okay. version. Lo- Love Actually. Yes. Heck yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. White Christmas. The yes. Bing Crosby White Christmas. I've seen part of it yep. on TV. Yeah, part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Miracle on 34th Street, 1994 version. Who is in that? I have not seen the updated one. No, I saw the I old one. I, saw I feel like the Gilmore Girls actress, Lauren Graham, is yeah, in that. Yeah, she I could might just have. I like her so much. I like her so much. Uh, number three, The Snowman. I don't even know what that is. I've only seen part of it. Okay. Number two is A Wonderful Life. I've seen oh, parts yeah. of it on TV. all seen yeah. that. And the number one seen Christmas the movie. Have you seen the thing of that, Bob? I, I have not, no. And the the number one Christmas movie, Home Alone. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so yeah. so so who won? Okay, Bob has um, let's see, uh, eleven and a half. Max has fourteen. I have. 15. Doc has thirteen and a half, and I have seventeen and a half. Wish I never brought this up. <laughs> but I, I used to watch all that stuff. Whatever the kids wanted to watch, I would sit and watch it with them. A lot of that, a lot of those were not awesome. Yeah, that's but true. why? All you right. know what? Doc's going to watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Why won't you watch Elf? I just don't want to. It's not a Bob movie. Sure, don't make him. Don't, don't make him do please that. Please don't make me, and then I have to review oh it. Please. All so, right, we got to we got to take a break here. Pinched, miserable it's, little thing. It's, it's Bob and Sherry. <laughs> This is Warren to Flores Luna. I'm currently stationed in Camp Humphreys, Korea. I want to give a quick shout out to some family members and some friends that I love very dearly. Uh, happy happy holidays for myself uh, to wherever you're at in Louisiana, Swansboro, North Carolina, or Amarillo, Texas. Much love to all of you. Special shout out to San Diego uh, personnel as well. You guys are great. Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. Let's go to uh, Steve now. Hi, Steve. Hey, Steve. My grandfather on Christmas Eve... He'd get him a bottle, and he'd go in his bedroom. He'd take a and, bottle into the bedroom? Oh, yeah. Uh, don't bother him. Don't knock on it. Don't turn that knob, because if you do, you're going to get your hands busted. I think, it's, and, I think that's healthy to be alone in a dark night where uh, everybody else is in the other room Christmas drinking Eve. alone. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you knew my grandmother, you'd know why. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, they, they got along good. I mean, they're an old German family. I'm German-Irish, mm-hmm. and they're old German family. And- How do you say they got along good, Steve, when he was going in the other room on Christmas Eve drinking? Because she just did the opposite thing. She stood out there and sat at the old porcelain dining room table. I don't know if you guys remember those or not. A porcelain no. dining room table? Well, they used no. to have porcelain veneered over metal. Is that oh, what I've you're seen talking that. about? I, I think that's what he means. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh huh. That's it. And uh, had wings that pulled out on either side. Yeah. 
and Grandma would sit right there with with me because uh, I was raised by my grandparents. Mm -hmm. And uh, about Christmas Day, about noon, she'd have all the fixings on the table, Mm -hmm. and we had a great big oak table, and all the relatives would come through in a procession line getting Mm -hmm. the food. Mm -hmm. And about that time, Grandpa would come out, and he'd take a look around, and he'd get disgusted. And, of course, one of my cousins, Scott, he was a black sheep of the family. He'd come in with his oversized coat on and walk down the procession line with the food and drag his coat through all the food. And by that time, Grandpa would get him by the nap of the neck and the pants and out the front door he'd go. Every so year Grandpa, he'd throw him out. Grandpa would Every come year. out from his yeah. own bout of lockdown drinking to be disgusted by your black sheep cousin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Grandpa was disgusted by the whole what he Grandma was had by done. The whole thing, yeah. did, did he just hate the spending? Was he just a cheap old German, no. or what was the deal, Steve? No, what he was was an old traditional. I'll tell you what, to this day, I still wish he was around, both of them. Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, he, he seems like such a curmudgeon. He was neat. And the bad part about it is, I've turned in Grandpa. <laughs> you have? Do you go in in your you room on You go in there and drink alone? No, no, no. It's just my wife and I and our dog, and uh, I wouldn't do that to my wife at all. I wouldn't do that to her whatsoever. I mean, what was the appeal of the old man, though? I mean, he seemed like he was, he was antisocial. Old, just an old, crusty, neat old man. I mean, hmm. knew everything about everything. And the older uh, I got, I found out the smarter he was. Steve, why would he choose Christmas Eve for his um, solitary drunk fest? Is that the only day of the year Grandma would permit it? Well, no, I don't know. It had to have been something that happened to him as he was a kid that had to have made him do that. Because Christmas Day, about noon, he'd come out, and he'd sit in his chair, and uh, I'd be sitting next to him on the floor. Well, I remember one time he came out, I had got brand new Lincoln Logs for Christmas, and I was so proud of those. I made a log cabin, and Grandpa came out and sat right on top of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I'd miss him, too. Yeah. Oh, I'd, you, well, yeah. It's don't you? I miss him. I don't even know him. I miss him, this guy. Well, you know, sometimes you miss the bad more than you do the good. I don't know. If really? You, yeah, I, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm thinking of some recent bad, and I don't miss it at all. I don't I don't miss the bad in mine. Nah. Can, you, can you explain that a little bit better? Well, you, you've got to have bad to appreciate the good. Well, I think this guy probably had a lot of skills, a lot of life knowledge that you realize now. But I have to tell you, he was kind of a, a dark well, a presence. He you know. He was a Grinch, yeah. He was. He was. He's lucky that he had a grandson who respected him as much as you do. What was his grudge against Christmas? Did he blame my mother for ruining it too? <laughs> I, I think back, even back then, he hated all the glitz and the glory of it. He just liked the old, traditional, sit around, do your thing at Christmas time. Yeah, he thought it was silly. gifts instead of all commercialized. And silly and wasteful, yeah. Yeah, and go out and cut your own Christmas tree down. See, mm-hmm. we're... I'm third generation Florida, Florida cracker, born here in Florida. And uh, he came over from the old country, my grandfather. And mm-hmm. I guess over there in Germany, it was a whole lot different. I guess what little bit you had, you appreciated because you didn't get that much. Yeah, but, I, it's not it's not possible everywhere in the country to cut your own Christmas tree down and be it, real traditional. Of course it didn't. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if he had an axe, he'd probably go to the next door neighbor and cut their tree down if he thought he'd get away with it at Christmas time. But. But it, it was just one of those Christmases. I mean, you know, we had people coming through all the time and all the relatives coming through eating because Grandma stood all night Christmas Eve. She'd cook and bake and cook and bake, and all of them come through and eat and get drunk. And I think that sort of turned Grandpa off, too. Festivities. He, he was anti-festivities. I tell you, though, I would come to your house to see the uh, the yearly throwing of the drunken cousin with the, yeah. with the overcoat oh, out. I'd give I, anything to see that. 
I still do it to this day. Yeah, It'd be fun, it though, because at some point in the dinner, everyone would gather for the annual tossing the of other, the black sheep. The, the, the tossing of the black sheep, the cousin. It's time <laughs> for the cousin me. toss. It's the best <laughs> Bob and Cher. Best, best. You guys kill me. I love you, Bob and Cher. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. Facebook. 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 Follow Bob and Cherry on Facebook. Get all kinds of great stuff. One billion. That is how many active users Facebook now has. Facebook. 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 She switches on her computing machine and looks to see what her friends have been up to on Facebook, the electric friendship generator. There's this thing called Facebook. Facebook. Facebook page. We have five likes. You name it. News channel, YouTube, Hulu, Facebook, Twitter, dot this, dot that, dot everything. It's the whole enchilada. Or you can follow Bob and Sherry on Twitter, at Bob and Sherry. Twitter? Twitter. What are you tweeting? And we'd love to hear from you. DM us on Facebook or Twitter anytime. Just follow me here. No one. Won't you follow us? On Twitter. So get social with Bob and Sherry on Facebook, Twitter, or at Bob and Sherry on Instagram. When I was coming up, Instagram was a dope deal. You know what I'm saying? Get details at BobandSherry.com. Hey, this is Lieutenant Colonel Casey McKenna, the commander of the Hohenfels Army Health Clinic in Hohenfels, Germany. I want to wish a happy holidays to my family, including my parents, Mike and Jamie McKenna in Bismarck, North Dakota. A heartfelt thank you for serving. Here's Bob and Sherry. Tell us about your fun little holiday couple thingy that you do, Susan. Well, my husband and I have been exchanging the same fruitcake. This year it will be 17 years. Literally, it's the same cake? The same cake. <laughs> it is a long rectangle fruitcake, like a brick. <laughs> is it uh, Claxton from Claxton, Georgia? Claxton fruitcake? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure where it's that's, from. That's the famous one. Oh, I don't know. Wow, I got seven... it in 93 when we were dating. Wow. And it hasn't, so, it hasn't disintegrated or molded up or anything? Well, we keep it in the freezer, and it is a fruitcake. You never know what... <laughs> With a fruitcake, what's going to happen? But we leave it in the freezer all year, and then Christmas Eve, whoever's turn it is to give the fruitcake, we'll wrap it up and put it under the tree. So Christmas morning, it's still kind of frozen and squishy, and um, we unwrap it every year. So What what do you do then? You unwrap it, and the two of you just kind of look at it, and then you look at each other and you laugh? Yep, and then put it back in the freezer. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> it's still good. We, we were... Um, we were dating, and, and he had picked me up, you know, to go out, and he yeah. said that he had my Christmas present in the car, and it smelled fruity in there. I think he had a pack of gum or something. Uh-huh. So I teased him about I said, what did you get me, a fruitcake? And, and went on and on about it, and, and, um, and he didn't, you know, we just laughed or whatever. So that year I bought the fruitcake and wrapped it up for him. And so I thought that was the end of it until the next year when I got it back. Wow. I think this is great. Yeah. You know, that fruitcake has lasted longer, no offense, longer than both of Sherry's marriages. <laughs> no. Yeah, wow. No. <laughs> and it's almost as cold. <laughs> <laughs> and almost as nutty. <laughs> We're done here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that, baby. Your face went long. I, I was just making a well, joke. Well, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just reeling sorry. from my, I'm just reeling from my older brother's visit. In which he said to me, so, sure. You got what? Three cats now? Two ex-husbands? 
And you know, you never really want to observe it yourself. Observe yourself. Bob and I have made a lifestyle out of not facing the truth. That's right. And there are things, you know. And and it's worked out great for us. Y'all should try it. And as he said this, my kids and I are in Snuggies, or Slankets in our case. So I'm in my Slanket discussing my three cats, my two ex husbands. I am, Let's take another call and just I get off this subject. I am this, this close to taking up bingo. Hi, Diane. Diane hi. How are you? Diane. <laughs> She's ticklish. She's jerking us around. She's jerking us around. Diane, do you want to talk or do you want to just giggle and we'll come back okay. to you? You want to talk? I've, I've been married since I was 18. Mm-hmm. I'm 52. He's 60. Mm-hmm. Every year, he unwraps me underneath the Christmas tree. Watch out now. <laughs> Heads up. Uh, the wow. Christmas tree went up yesterday. Mm-hmm. You wrap yourself and then he unwraps you? Well, see, it just, you know, depends on what I have on. And he, you know, it's like a game. It's like, you know, he takes it off and we just, you know, do it underneath the Christmas tree. Okay, well, that got right to it there, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell, tell you. you what, I Yeah, she doesn't mince words. <laughs> We just do it. We just fornicate. <laughs> yeah, we should, right, right, right there under the tree, right underneath that star. You saw um, mommy kissing Santa Claus. It goes a little further at our yeah, house. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, so you've been married since you were eighteen. Yes, um, oh. I started dating him when I was fifteen. Now I asked our other caller. Years of marriage. I asked the other caller what was the secret of her sixteen-year marriage. And she said, uh, ignoring that he's always wrong. Yeah, she needs patience with him. What's the secret of a 32-year marriage? Or more, 34 years? Yes, 34. Um, We're just, I don't know, so in sync. We hardly ever argue. He's just, he's like my perfect mate. He was my next-door neighbor. He was the boy next door? Uh, yes, he asked me to marry him the first time when I was four years old on my tricycle. Oh, I can't this is so sweet. And how cute and romantic this is. Do you have children with him? Yes, we do. We have two children. That's fantastic. Well, you have a Merry Christmas, and it seems like you do every single year. You know what? That's the best tradition that I've heard. Absolutely. Maybe it's because I'm a guy, but that's... What a great way to end this segment right there. After all the, how many did you say, 34 years? 34 years. And he's still unwrapping her. It's the Bob and Sherry Off-Air Podcast called The Oddcast. Podcasting. Podcast. With stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. In the current Oddcast, we talked to Sean Kipe about his true crime podcast, In the Red Clay, and a 50-year-old murder that's been solved. Or has it? The Bob and Sherry Off-Air Podcast. The Oddcast. We got a big podcast to do here. Get it now on the free Bob and Sherry app, bobandsherry.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm First Lieutenant Johnny Shavills. I am with the 34th cost here in Camp Arachon, Kuwait, and I just wanted to give you guys a holiday shout out. I love you all so much, and this shout out goes to my sister, Sierra, and my brother, and I hope you all are doing well. Say hello to Chloe for me. <laughs> Here's Bob and Sherry. 
You guys, I have decided to refer to Kevin as my new husband because I don't recognize the man upstairs and any of his behaviors. I went up after morons in the news to get some water and mm-hmm. he's up there whistling Christmas songs and making homemade sausage biscuits. You are kidding me. Okay, you've known the man for how long? You I've tell known him me for twelve years. Yeah. You you tell me that he hasn't been replaced by a lookalike stranger. You know, I could see him making biscuits. I don't see him making biscuits while he's whistling Christmas music. Um, he is up there. He's whistling. He. We've been playing Christmas music for the um, little ones around the house, but he yeah. found the on his um, Apple Music. He found the Dean Martin Christmas album. So oh, yeah. um, I've been listening to Dean Martin sing "It's a Marshmallow World" uh, quite a <laughs> bit here, um, and he's up there whistling Dean Martin and flipping sausage, pulling biscuits out of the oven. The Christmas lights are on. This is my yeah. new husband. I didn't anticipate getting married for a fourth time, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's lost his mind. That's what I think it is. So, yeah, I think so. And I'm not, you know what? I'm, I'm just acting like, like any woman who wakes up to find that her spouse has been replaced by a lookalike cyborg. Yeah. I'm yeah. just playing it cool and acting like there's nothing going on here. There's nothing to look at here because I don't want to, um, I want this to continue, obviously. Right. Uh, oh, and all the, oh, this was the other thing. Wait, wait, wait. Not only is he whistling, I'm whispering so he doesn't hear me. Not only is he whistling Christmas music with Christmas lights on and cooking, all of the dishes are washed. You are kidding. You know what that is- movie, that Travolta movie? With uh, Nicolas Cage face off, where they change bodies, and yes. and he's and he's with the other guy's wife, right? That's what it is. So this basically, like face off. Basically, I've got Chris Kringle, and Mrs. Claus is going. How can there be a Georgia football game on today? It's not even a weekend. <laughs> wow. Well, well, enjoy it while it's while it's there. Yeah. You know bird in the hand i definitely i definitely am i was just so taken aback um because when i when i started the show this this morning the kitchen was you know a little bit of a mess because we have had um ada who's two over and and so you know Mm -hmm. everything's kind of chaotic we're decorating we're wrapping gifts Mm -hmm. um so to go upstairs and find him cooking and baking and whistling and washing dishes you know, there are women listening right now that are so jealous of you because their husbands are just great big old cranks this time of the year. They get so, especially as it gets closer and closer and there are more and more pressures. You know, even guys don't do half as much as women do at Christmas. Oh. Half, half is, is, I'm being generous. So wait, you are, wait. you are just being absolutely revered by women listening right now. No, no, no. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't think of this. One of our listeners, Christine, just DM'd my Instagram and said, mm-hmm. are you sure he's not cheating? Is he having an affair? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lord, the poor okay. man. Listen, uh, no, what's no. a guy got to do? Seriously. Christine, let me just say, there's absolutely no chance he's having an affair. I have put him off women forever. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, get that jingle stick going because I'm really enjoying the Christmas magic that's happening yeah. in this house. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey, so I'm specialist Mamich of Dennis with 384th Cosk here in Camp Arujan. Uh, just wanted to tell you, I uh, want to talk to my parents, tell you Merry Christmas. I miss you lots and I'll be back home soon. Here's Bob and Sherry. All right, what do you have for us? This is the Holiday Hack Newsroom, and there are 20, 26 um, stories in no particular order that you will see or you have already seen okay. on your local TV station. There's how many? There's 26 altogether. 26, wow. Okay. Bring and you, you let me know if you disagree with any of these, okay? That I haven't seen it or won't see it. you haven't seen or you won't see Okay, all right. All right. Here in we no go. particular order. Mm-hmm. Around the holidays, the tragic fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's tough. The Grinches who stole the presents. Yes. Yes. Snow flurries. Everyone panic. Yes. I've I've seen that one already. Fire safety tips. Without a doubt. Yes. Crowded airports. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. A visit to any animal shelter anywhere. <laughs> A heartwarming military story. Oh yeah, you gotta have that. Actually, you know, I like that one. I like. I, I, I like. I most like that of these. one. It's not that you like or dislike them. It's just every year they roll out. Here we go. The fire, I don't like so much. The fire one, I don't want <laughs> no, to see. You know that it's. Are there. you telling me you're sitting around? Oh boy, look at these poor f- souls here. Their home is burning to the ground. No, but every year the I don't local TV see station finds it. They do find it. Here's another one that they find every year: the anonymous giver. Large random gifts. Yes, yes. And you know what? I like that one too. These are the holiday hack newsroom topics. These will be covered. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's you know X number of days in December. You can mm-hmm. do one of these a day. Mm-hmm. Any story that could possibly include a two shot with a priest and a rabbi in the frame. Got to have it. Yep. Gotta have it. That's right. That's exactly right. Remember the the uh, early in the season, these snow flurries, everyone panics. Now it's time for the outside blizzard footage story with the news person standing on. That is one of my, I have to tell you that's my favorite. I love to see how they handle it. And they there's a certain type of reporter they send out to do that. In our case it's the guy that we used to work with Steve Onisorge. Yeah, he's always in the worst um, weather. Here's the story that you will see. People who have to work on Christmas. Mhm. They do because mm-hmm. their businesses are open. Mhm. You know, that's a, if you're not working on Christmas, that's a comforting story to see. And, you know, there's a little little bit of the ha-ha in the back of your mind that I'm not, not there, but... I a, thank people. A holiday charity scam. Oh, now scam. I feel awful. I do, I thank Wait, people. A holiday charity scam. You'll see it. It's out there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Then there'll be the big story. Wait a minute, hang before you go on. You thank people face to face that they're <laughs> working work on Christmas. On, on Christmas. And, and my father used to do that, and so I I, I got nice. it from him. So you, like, how does that play out? What do you do? There, you go, what's I know, the situation? I know it's a holiday, and I appreciate you being here, so I can come and buy milk or buy gas or do whatever it is. That is and so it, nice. And it of you. always lights people up. Like God forbid, if someone you love is in the hospital on Christmas, you know yeah. you have to travel. And here I am on the air saying, I'm I'm going ha ha. I'm not working. Babies born in local hospitals on Christmas. Oh, yes. Yes. I can see the shot. The father is standing up. The mother's, the bed is is propped up and she's got the baby. Mm Mm-hmm.
Here's another one. Here's a fun one. You'll see this on your local TV station. Tips on how to behave at your company Christmas party. Yep, that's right. Um, <laughs> any use of the line, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas to kick off a story. Mm. The TV weatherman and video of really colorful holiday area light displays. Oh, yeah. I've already seen that one a couple of times. And I like that. I do. I, I mean, it's it's comforting to me to see that every year. Tips on how to not gain weight over the holidays. Without a doubt. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Here's another one. You know, that's a big one on, on like the cable news <laughs> yeah. shows. Oh, headline news. They love that. All day long. Charity And event. by the way, here's one of the tips. Don't eat so damn much. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> a charity event featuring local celebrity dressed as Santa. So the mayor dresses as Santa, the TV oh, yeah. weatherman yeah, dresses as Santa. Yeah, 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 that's right. A couple more for you. Um, NORAD tracking Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> and where did they do that? During the weather forecast. During the weather. Yeah. And this is the last one that I promise you you will see on your local TV <laughs> news. The live Christmas Eve report from the mall on last minute shoppers. Shoppers, yes. I think they left some out. I think got, they left the live nativity out. Uh, they there, did, yeah. yeah. There is the Christmas card that took 40 years to, to arrive. To get delivered. That's very Oh, good. yeah. That's right. I thought of one. I thought of one. And it drives me crazy. The fruitcake story. Oh, oh. yes. And yes. What is it? What is fruitcake? No one wants fruitcake. I'm here in Claxton, Georgia. You probably have wondered, where does fruitcake come, come from? from. <laughs> When you were on PM Magazine, did you guys go to the Fruitcake well, Factory? Well, think again. Um, you know we did. <laughs> I, did I didn't, I did but the show did. You're right. We did. I'm so glad it wasn't you who yeah. had to do. Hi, I'm Bob Lacey. Oh. I'm coming to you from the Claxton we, Fruitcake we Factory. We have some listeners that have some ones to I've add done to. All right, can we break and then we'll come back? Yeah. Oh, look at Jason. Oh, look at Jason. He's got it. Jason, you're so right. Oh, okay. you're so right on it, Jason. Don't right, go away. It's the Holiday Hack Newsroom. Stories you know you're going to see on local TV. The Bob and Sherry store is crowded with all kinds of great merchandise. It's always something. Including the new It's Always Something coloring book. It's always something. A coloring book for exhausted adults. Plus Sherry's cookbook, Cooking with Cats, the book of Bob. I know I'm a blowhard. He's a double blowhard. Mixes from the scone goddess. Ah. Candles. Mother of all mothers merch. And much, much more. Come check out the Bob and Sherry store. Conveniently located. On the shop tab at bobandsherry.com. Hi, this is Alexis Miner. I'm currently stationed in South Korea, Camp Humphreys. Just want to give a shout out to my hometown, Silvis, Illinois. Have a Merry Christmas. Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. Sherry has this really interesting list of stories that you're going to see on your local television station around this time of the year. We had 25 of them, but there were some that were overlooked, and our listeners have come up with them. Oh, Jason's got a good Jason, one. Jason, I've seen this one. It's a sad one. It's a bad one. Tell but... The, but it's there every year. Tell the people, Jason. Well, I'm surprised it wasn't on the list, to be honest. Say it. It's uh, who stole baby Jesus from the nativity scene. <laughs> who stole, the church. That's right. I'm telling you. Who stole baby Jesus? It's every year. It's really every year. It was on the list. I'm amazed when you when um when you called and Todd told us what you were calling about. I thought, damn, that's the obvious one. Well, I mean, the funny part is it's what they usually replace him with. Sometimes it's like a pumpkin with a face on it and things like that. 
One in one um, local news story I saw, they replaced the baby Jesus with a big yellow SpongeBob pillow from Walmart. No, they did not. They did. That is so sick. They did. But they get, you know, they always bring the baby Jesus back. That's one of those things. If you're over at your I mother's, think. your mother and father's house, you know, your, your, your mother's watching TV or something. And she, and she says, Bob, they stole the baby Jesus. And you hear your father, these people, <laughs> these people, they're animals. They're animals. Seriously, who steals the baby Jesus? I know it. I, I mean, do you have no belief in anything that you, of all the things you can steal, that you would take the baby that you would Jesus? do that? Even if you're a 17 year old numbskull, would you not just before your hands go to you pick would up think, the baby? Yeah. Wouldn't you think twice? Jason, thanks very <laughs> much. Bye, Jason. Okay, guys, have a good day. Hey, uh, Louis, with us here. Is it Louis or Louis? Yes, Louis. Bob, hey, Louis. I'm sorry. And uh, you have shot, as a photographer, a videographer, you have shot video for TV stations? Yeah, actually what happened was I did a story here in, in southeast Georgia, uh, mm-hmm. a town called Little Wissy, about 42 miles out of the Little, little, little what? Wussy? Little what? Yeah, Little Wissy, right. Little Wissy, Georgia, very famous for speed traps back in the 60s. Uh-huh. Well, with a name like that, you got to be tough. I know, right? you do, you do. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Well, anyway, I did this story on a, on a Gene and Crystal Long, and uh, Crystal was from Pennsylvania. And Jean was uh, from Florida. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she had a desire for snow. She missed it. And it doesn't, doesn't really actually snow down here. I think the last time it snowed was 1989. Yeah. So anyway, Jean spent the whole night outside of his house with a bl- snow machine that he built himself and made yes. snow for his wife. Yes, I this have seen beautiful. that story. I have yes. seen that story. Or somebody who goes to Michigan and trucks it down and dumps it in the front yard. Exactly. And you know yeah. what was so strange is that story went, made it to CNN, headline mm-hmm. news, oh, yeah. and, and it went as far as, as the BBC in, in the UK. Isn't that something? And it just goes to show you what you know, what a wonderful Christmas story will do, or yeah. how far it'll travel. How do you spell Little Wussy? I was going to ask. Were you? you? I yeah. believe it's L-O-L-U-D-O-W-C-I. Uh-huh. If, I, if, I, if I'm correct, and uh, my spelling isn't all that great. And I've been on the show before, Bob. I, uh-huh. I actually did a story on a, on a guy that got busted by the GSP with uh, marijuana and alcohol in his, uh, in, his, in his pants during a shootout in Little, near Little Wissy, as a matter of fact. Well, I'll tell you what, there's some action in Little Wussy, you know? <laughs> well, you know what? It, it's, it's also it's Little Wussy. It's, it's a continent of what? <laughs> It is, it is, but it's it's a, it's a it's a wonderful little town. So I don't want to uh, right. give it a bad name. No, no, not at all. You didn't, you didn't, Lewis. Thanks so much. All right, man. Bye, bye. Why all can't right. Tony get us a station in Little, in little Wussy? Wussy? I'd love to do that. <laughs> Good morning, Little Wussy. <laughs> one letter away. <laughs> it's one. Hi, Craig. How are you? What story? What story is missing from the holiday hack newsroom list? Well, what it is is the returns of one. I'm one of guests. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, the returns. Yeah, I won't go to a store till about March or April. <laughs> sick, trying to get through customer service. And here's, Greg, I could here's how to you here's talk how all day. here's how they open up the story. I guess you thought that the crowded stores were a thing of the past. Well, think again. Think again. (laughs) It's returning day. Thanks, Craig. All right, man. Craig is very um, calming to listen to. Yeah, he's all man with a voice like that. That's right. You like a man with a low voice? I bet bet you could be getting into the stores in about February, but April works for Craig. Yeah, it's fine. All right, well, uh, good morning to Little Wussy. Mm -hmm.
I'll say. <laughs> One letter. <laughs> oh, it's Bobby Sherry. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. See you some other time. You've been listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Be sure to check out our website, bobandsherry.com. Download our free app, too. Get the oddcast, the podcast, and Bob and Sherry fun size instantly. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening.